Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 79 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. In this episode, Brandon and I are talking about something called aggressive optimism. What is that? Well, you got to listen and find out. I will tell you this though. Do you know that one person who just is always negative or down about anything and everything, especially when there's an opportunity for them to grow? Aggressive optimism is the opposite of that. Listen to us talk about it. Take in some of the practical advice. And you know you're going to want to share this with somebody you secretly want to tell them to their face that they're always a downer and you're not going to do it. So you're just going to do it through our podcast. Well, here we go. All right, Brandon, welcome back to Beyond the Rut. How have you been since the last episode we had? Almost as good as I was three days ago, but today I'm even better than I'm going to be tomorrow. Jolly good. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but I'll I'll take it. Sounds good. It's the normal gibberish that comes out of my mouth. (laughs) Now, I see you're sporting your Beyond the Rut shirt that you got i believe for christmas you're yes. showing it to the microphone showing it like, to the microphone can the, you the hear microphone. the letters <laughs> beyond the rut <laughs> and i'm sporting the one that you got me that says rudder on the rudder. front rutter r-u-t-t-e-r and that's you if you listen to our show and you're striving to get out of the rut you are a rudder if you want to call yourself a rudder and uh yeah, so I'm sporting that shirt. Both of them have the hashtag living the dream on it and our, our website, beyondtherut.com. Because we are living the dream. Living the dream, yes. Yes, living out our passions and pursuing something to make the world better. And that's what I always say when somebody says, well, what's the dream? I said, to just live out your passion, to yeah. pursue something. You know, when you've got a goal, then you are pursuing something. That's the dream. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just life. Life can get boring and down, but pursue something. You mean it's not have a corporate job, have a house, two and a half kids, and a picket fence? There you go. <laughs> it's that half kid that always gets you in trouble. Yeah, like, who cut the walk? kid in half? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was just an allegory by Solomon to find out who the real mom was. You know, it's just He didn't really cut the kid in half, you know. So, oh man, I just drew a blank. Uh, so, cool. oh yeah, living Good the dream. We, that, playing that was, cards, we yeah. were just talking about living the dream and somebody had asked you, well, what is the dream? And it, it's your dream. Whatever your dream is, yep. go live it. Go, go make it happen. Do something today to get you a little bit closer to it and, and make sure it's your dream. Like, do you really see yourself doing it? Does it make you happy? Does it make you feel fulfilled? And that dream could be anything. It could be, I'm living in the Bahamas. It could be, I am feeding the poor of Cincinnati. Ooh, that, that, that'd be hard to be a dream, okay. but okay. Yeah, I went as it's far north in the United States as I could think of, and Cincinnati came to mind. Well, it's funny, because I think of Matthew Barnett. He's the pastor at uh, the Dream Center in California. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he started that church by just pulling a desk out on the sidewalk. And, and you know, the, he is a lily white guy that in downtown L.A. trying to reach people. He's never been drug addicted. He's never been homeless. Yeah. But he just pulled the desk out there on the sidewalk and started to talk to people and started to just, you know, share Christ and just share his dream of, of changing downtown L.A. 
And he used to always say, you know, everybody told me I was crazy and that was stupid and I shouldn't do it. And it made more sense to just go home to Phoenix where his dad had a huge church that he would take over someday and it would be easy. But he chose to follow his dream of just reaching people. And and I've always just kind of thought of that. It's like, just live your dream. Don't worry about other people's dreams. You know, some people want to be in the NBA. Some people want to be president or, you know, a a mathematician or whatever that is. (laughs) It's like, whatever your dream is, go live it yeah and it's he's not out there telling people his dream and you go live my dream he's telling people he's asking them what's your dream what is it you want to accomplish and you know what is it you need because i think they're meeting some very basic needs to the dream center right if i understand correctly absolutely and too often we look at these people these role models or maybe just famous people that should be role models but maybe aren't you know you take somebody like david robinson that played for the uh, san antonio spurs when tim duncan came along you know this seems like a long time ago but i guess it was (laughs) only about 19 years ago he was a kid you know right out of college and and people would ask him do you think you're the next david robinson and even as a kid he used to say i'm not trying to be the next david robinson i'm trying to be the next tim duncan yes and of course that turned out really good for those of us that live near san antonio (laughs) and and like the Spurs, but he knew he had to be him. We don't need another Michael Jordan. We don't need another, you know, whoever. We need you to be whoever you are. And one of the things that I've really been exploring lately, and I've just kind of worked it into my conversations and different interactions with people is this this thought of aggressive optimism. Mm -hmm. It's like when you're around somebody who's just aggressively optimistic, they they go after that belief that there's something good. And, you know, we interviewed a while back uh, Casey Nicole Fox, and she has a podcast called, you know, What Does the Fox Say? And today she was talking about, you know, you determine your attitude. And I'm a firm believer in that. Even when I get down, and, and there's days, many days, when I just get down, and I catch myself, and I was like, wait a minute. I want to be optimistic. But you got to be aggressive about that because yeah. there are a lot of other forces that say don't be optimistic. You know, the stock market. Market, the politics, the sports, your family, your financial, whatever it is, it's all screaming, don't be positive. All of these things are going to happen. So what if you just go at it with this aggressive optimism that the world is really going to be good and yeah. you can be good in it? So what is it that makes that optimism aggressive? How is it different from regular optimism? I think, you know, other than, you know, you just Fight people, punch people in the face and just tackle people. Be real aggressive with it. But that's probably bad <laughs> advice. So don't I do don't that. I don't think that's right. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I don't think that is it. Yeah, it's, like, it's kind of it's one of those things. I don't, <laughs> you punch I don't know somebody what it like, is, but yeah. Yes. You be yes. And, and too often we think of it that way. It's like, oh, I just got to jump up every morning and stare in the mirror and say, I'm good enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. <laughs> but they do. It, it's not really that. It's just you have to be aggressive about thinking optimistically. Okay. It's easy to say, you know, my knee hurts or I don't have enough money in my bank account. My kid's not going to be good at school today or my wife's going to fight with me or my boss is going to be a jerk or whatever it is. But what if you aggressively start your day and say, you know what, I'm going to be optimistic optimistic that my my spouse is going to be happy when yeah. he or she wakes up my my kid is going to do good at school my my car's going to start you know i used to in college i had a, a toyota corolla the starter was going out couldn't really afford to 
to fix it yet. So every time I got in it, I would just pray and just go, I believe you're going to start today. It didn't always do that, but <laughs> I felt better going into it thinking yeah. something positive. Because if we really uh, examine your life and think, how many times have you gone into a situation knowing it was not going to turn out good? Mm-hmm. And then when it didn't, you were like, see, I was right. Well, maybe you caused it to not turn out good because of your attitude. Yeah. You know, we were talking earlier about job interviews and, and how people approach that kind of thing or just job promotions and different things like that. How many times have we heard somebody or even said it ourselves? I'll never get that promotion. It's, I'm not qualified or I know they want somebody that's this or they'll, they'll want a woman or they'll want a man or whatever it is. Yeah. Instead of going at it going, I'm the best person for the job. And here's why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sell yourself on it but mainly you got to sell to yourself you got to yeah. be aggressive about that no one's going to come along and pump you up you got to do it yourself and then people that'll that'll feed other people and it's like man that guy just really believes he can do this i'm going to get behind that yeah so like how am i going to believe in you if you don't believe in you is yeah, exactly. Okay. You know, so many people used to say about Michael Jordan, the reason he, he was so good was, yeah, he had he had certain gifts maybe other people didn't. But every time he stepped on the court, he believed he was going to beat you. Yeah. I mean, there was no reason for him to believe that sometimes. But for him, he went into it thinking he was the best on the court. Now, everybody has to, uh, you know, in some way control that so your ego doesn't get out of check you know and yeah, i was just gonna ask about that like so we're talking about confidence and then right you know you and i have in the christian background you know there's that thing called humility we're supposed to exercise as Absolutely. well so how do we find that balance so we don't get cocky and then we have that that confidence yet we still have that humility like what's how do we blend all that there's a fine line between you know the pride in you just you starting to believe some of the things that you're saying is positive if you're keeping them in check, I'm not trying to be the best podcaster at the expense of other podcasters. Yeah. I'm not that would trying be cockiness, to be, right? Exactly. Okay. That's when you've crossed it. I want to be number one and I want everybody else to be below me. I want to be the best podcaster at what we're doing. Yeah. I want this podcast to be uh, instrumental in changing somebody's life. I want to be really good at that. And I think when you go into it of, I want to be really good at what I'm gifted as, not at the expense of someone else, but because of what God's gifted me to do, that's where you can kind of fight some of that pride issue. Because otherwise you might have somebody say, well, you know, that, that Jared Easley guy, he's pretty good, you know, and he does this a little better. He doesn't say, I think so many times or um, so many times or whatever it is. He's got better equipment. And uh, he uses the same stuff we do, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> and it, it's easy to say, well, okay, well, you know, I'm not trying to beat Jared, yeah. but I want him to succeed too. I just want to be good where I'm at. And if we approach our jobs that way and our family that I want to be the best father my kids have. I don't want to be a better father than you. I want to be the best one they have. I want to be the best husband I can be, the best, you know, whatever it is. When I run, I'm not running against anybody else. I'm running against me. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to do better than I've done before. And it it is a balance, though. You've got to have also people in your life that will check you on that. You know, you're walking around saying you're the best at everything. That's a problem. But if you're telling yourself, I'm really good at this. This is my thing. I can do it. Yeah. 
And I work with some of those people that'll tell you, you know, I'm really good at this. I'm not very good at that. And that's where you need to get that balance. You need to be able to tell somebody, I'm, I'm really good at this. Like I, I teach a Bible study on Sunday mornings. I'm really good at that. I'm not great at a lot of other aspects of being a pastor or mm-hmm. even being a husband or a father. You know, there's certain things I'm really good at. And I try to be aggressive about my optimistic look at that. I'm, I'm optimistically living my life in a way that I'm not bringing everybody else down around yeah. me either. Okay. So the confidence is more around like, this is my strength. This is my right. thing that my shtick that I'm really good at. Like right. Danny Bollinger said, right. Shtick. He, <laughs> that word became part of my vocabulary ever since that interview. <laughs> and then the humility seems to come in where you're open to feedback for one. And then also, you know, where your weaknesses or your limitations are that you don't need to really focus on it. Maybe, hopefully, depends if you're, you know, what the scenario is and what it is you want to accomplish in life, I, I, I guess. And so aggressive optimism would be also really proactively identifying the negativity in your life and countering it with something positive, something affirming. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like the thought, well, okay, my knee hurts, but I have two legs. Okay. You know, and, and I have shoes and I, and I have the ability to see doctors. I have the medical, uh, medical insurance. I, mm-hmm. you know, finding those positives, you know, there, there's, and I have five kids. So at any one time, one of them's kind of going off in a different direction. And I, I was talking to a counselor one time and he said, if, if he tied his shoes right that day, point that out. Look at yeah. that. Maybe the other 99% is wrong, but that is good. So aggressively go after that one positive and build on it. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Yeah, it just brought to mind uh, somebody I know, his name's Donovan, and Donovan you asked Donovan, hey, how was your trip recently? And you know Donovan just went on a trip, like a, a vacation type of thing. And you're expecting to hear, you know, just the, the the excitement of it, the anticipation, how, you know, the world was unfolded to Donovan. But that's not what you get from Donovan. What you get from Donovan is, uh, you know, I got to the airport and I had trouble getting checked in for my flight. And then there was this really long line for security. Like, do you know they make you take your shoes off? And they check to make sure everybody's not bringing a bomb on the plane? Like, come on, I've, I'm an American. I shouldn't have to be checked for this. And then there was a problem with the plane. The plane was delayed. And I was sitting next to this guy who was a loud talker. And then, just when we thought the plane was fixed, we had to get off the plane. And then we had to get back on the plane. And then we still took off late. And we got there late. And... Oh man, you know, it was just, it was such uh, a tremendous challenge and it was just so many problems on and on and on. So that's like the world of Donovan and I'm sitting here thinking, 
dude, you had a flight paid for and you went to this really right. cool city that you've never been to before. You went and you experienced something you never experienced before. The plane was delayed. Yes. The plane took off safely. It landed safely because in that delay, some highly trained professionals fixed whatever was keeping you from taking off in right. the first place. And, you know, there are countries where you can't have that kind of faith and trust in oh, the crew of your plane. Like, you know, if you just look at the news for, you know, the airlines that seem to go down the most, it's in like these third world countries where they cut corners here and there. Right. And in the United States, we have this like, it's just, it blows my mind though. Like this, this guy just can't find the positive, even in the most positive of scenarios. And I think, where did I hear it? that situations are just situations. It's us and our mindset that determines if that was a positive impact or a negative impact or a negative experience versus a positive experience. And from what I'm understanding, the the term aggressive optimism is you're choosing proactively, aggressively to find the positive in just about every situation. Right. And you can look at it as a lot of people go passive negative. You know, it's like I just sit around and I just assume everything's bad. So I don't do anything about it. Oh, yeah. I don't work on my education to get a better job. I don't save money to not be broke. I don't I don't Why build bother? my relationships. Yeah, I don't work on my health. I just, you know, I'm probably going to die of cholesterol or heart attack or something. So I just won't even bother. It's yeah. like that passive negativity is kind of the opposite of the aggressive optimism. It's like I can be the healthiest person around. Like you were saying the other day, changing your family tree i'm going to be the guy that that doesn't go broke i'm going to be the guy that in my family that doesn't get a divorce that doesn't you know end up on on government assistance or uh you know just miserable and and bad my my kids don't talk to me my neighbors hate (laughs) me whatever it is yeah it's like i'm going to be aggressive about that and i'm going to think optimistically that i can be the guy that can get the education i can get the job i can you know, get the promotion. I can, I can have my boss's job or I can do this or do that. And too many of us go through this passive negativity of mm-hmm. it's just never going to work. It's like, why not? If not you, then who? I mean, yeah. why not? It, it's so funny because I know, you know, we, we don't get into politics here, but you know, I heard somebody today say, you know, why couldn't I be president? Look who got elected. Why couldn't I do it? And I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing. I'm just saying (laughs) anybody can do anything in this country. I know there's limitations and we've all faced things and, and, and there's different rules and, and all that kind of stuff with, with the history of racism and sexism and everything else, but not focusing on that, being real aggressive on what you could do. You know, when we, when we look at a situation of, can I start a podcast? Well, it, it 95% of us starting a podcast was us believing we could. Yeah. Nobody told us we could. Nobody really, you know, said, I'm going to help you by doing this and doing that. It was just us believing we could do it. Yeah, exactly. And, and going into that aggressively instead of just waiting around. Well, you know, maybe someday, you know, somebody like Jared Easley or somebody will call and say, hey, you can be on my <laughs> podcast. Well, that's probably not going to happen. Or I'm so. never going to start because no one's calling me yet. Exactly. Yeah. Who am I going to interview? Nobody wants to listen to me. Yeah. Well, you know, we just uh, did a an interview with uh, Ashley out of uh, Chicago. Yeah. Who does the daily podcast? And you know, she just tried it. It's like, why don't I just be aggressive 
and and work at it and be optimistic and think it's going to turn into something. Why yeah. not? And a year later, she's done over 330 episodes. Right. It's called uh, Real Talk with Ashley. Right. If you're on iTunes or, I mean, if you got an Apple, it's on iTunes. Find it. Listen to it. Just be okay with some explicit language. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you can apply that to anything. No, you know, Michael Jordan got cut from his high school basketball what? team. What? No way. You know, it's just, it's all <laughs> kinds of things that, why not? You know, the, the local school here, the girls' basketball team's in the state championship tonight. Yeah. And their coach made the comment. It's like, why not us? I mean, why not? Yeah. And I was talking to a girl the other day, and she was like, well, there's no way. I mean, there's just no way they're going to win. And I'm like, well, why not? Well, they're no good. It's like, really? Because there's only two teams <laughs> left, and they're one of them. They're one so of them. Yeah, exactly. There's at least two teams in the state in yeah. that division that are better than every other one. No, you know, maybe not every day, all day, but this year they beat them all. So, yeah. you know, I, I love when a team gets to the championship and it's like, you think they're good enough to win? Well, they're better than everybody else that didn't make the team, <laughs> the game. So, you know, let's be optimistic about it. Yeah. And I, even this country, you know, right now we're, we're in a stage where, you know, half the people are really happy and I don't, I, I don't know if it's really half or not, but there is a group of people that are just really, really negative and angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that what they say they care about or whatever isn't important i'm just saying be aggressive about your optimism for the change rather than just mad about stuff you know we've all seen that three-year-old just fall down on the ground and just be mad it's like but if that three-year-old got up and presented a case for why they should have the candy or the marshmallow or whatever it is (laughs) mom might change her mind it's like here's here's what i'm going to do to prove that i i do deserve that so if you want to go to college or you want to, to marry somebody or get a job go prove why it should be that way instead of standing around telling people why it's not that way yeah and that's really what aggressive optimism is is just be aggressive about your belief that something good is going to happen and have that positive outlook with some tenacity too. that persistence i mean you're going to get knocked down a lot everybody gets knocked down but the guy that is aggressively optimistic isn't like happy-go-lucky in denial they are just saying you know what yep got knocked down getting right back up i'm going forward still this is my dream this is my goal this is the outcome i'm going after and here is my pursuit of it so awesome that's such a good point too not just crazy not paying attention to facts but just not letting every no get in your way yeah a good friend of mine elaine up in uh, san antonio she was sent me a message today and she goes you know i get 50 to 60 no's a day or a week (laughs) a month or whatever but i don't i don't worry about those i worry about the one that says yes you know go after it until you get what you want i know people that just refuse to hear no and it's like well then that wasn't meant to be i'm okay with it and then move forward all right. Anything mm-hmm. you want to wrap us up with as we wrap if, up this episode? <laughs> if you own the uh, domain aggressiveoptimism.com, then give me a call. Maybe I'll buy it from you. Is that what I, you were tinkering with all this I, time? I don't know if to it see is. If that's a website? No, I don't know. All right. So earlier I mentioned you're wearing a Beyond the Rut t-shirt. I'm wearing the Rudder shirt. Do you want to tell folks how they can get a free shirt from us in 2017? There's two ways. You meet us at the church and take the one Jerry's wearing now. 
or you can just send us a message and show us that you have signed up for a race somewhere in the world. It doesn't have to be run amok that we're going to run in here in a month. I think it's it's a month from Saturday. April 1st. April yes. 1st. If you'll send us a little screenshot of the race that you signed up for, or just send us a message and say, hey, I'm going to run this. We'll trust you. We'll shoot you out a shirt. We've also got stickers. If you want a sticker, send us a message. We'll get you one of those stickers. But the main goal is not necessarily for us to give you a shirt because you just don't have a shirt. It's for you to wear this shirt and be optimistic about your life. Be aggressive about it and say, I'm changing my life and that affecting the people around you. That's ultimately what we want to do. It's not about necessarily making our name big. It's about getting that message out there to teach people to live the dream. It's kind of like you're wearing your accountability on your back or on your chest, depending on which side of the shirt you're looking at. Exactly. You can't walk (laughs) around with your head down, you know, eat McDonald's and go, yeah, my life stinks because I'm wearing the shirt. It's like, no, you got to wear it with some pride. I was actually wearing uh, the the Beyond the Rut t-shirt at a uh, men's gathering. And one of the guys pulled me aside and said, hey, Jerry, what's this living the dream thing all about? (laughs) I was like, well, for me, it's podcasting. It's reaching out to people. It's inspiring people. He goes, yeah, but it's hashtag living the dream. And it turns out he knows a guy who owns a ranch here locally. And it's a living the dream ranch or something like that. Oh, my God. Like, no way. We got to talk to that guy. Get him on the show. Absolutely. So it it got noticed. And he's talked to us about the Beyond the Rut podcast. And I just thought it was really neat. And you know, I've run into some other people who've just asked, you know, what is the dream? Like, you know, just like you've run across people who are asking you, what is the dream? Like there's some answer for everybody. <laughs> so anyway, great shirt to have. Plus, you know, 5Ks and races are healthy for you uh, unless you, you know, do something bad and get yourself hurt. And I guess that's not as healthy. Yeah. Check yeah. with your doctor first. Yeah. Or if you're doing anabolic steroids, or, you know, you're juicing up. That's <laughs> not exactly yeah. what we're, uh, we're asking you to do. Um but yeah, we'd love you to get a shirt from us and uh, just have that accountability on yourself. And it just inspires you. With that said, we really appreciate you listening to us. If you want to message us, showing us the screenshot of you signing up for a race or you at a race from 2017, our email address is info at beyondtherut.com. There we go. You can also just tweet us. Hey, there you go. At Beyond the Rut, or go to our Facebook page and post it to our our wall. We'll see it. There you go. Yeah. I think people can use one of them things called a phone, too, and call us, right? Yes. And um, let's see if I remember the phone number. (gasps) I haven't said it in so long. (laughs) No, I just thought of it. (laughs) So, uh, in just a moment, I'm going to do an outro, and hopefully I remember to put the phone number there. So, you can even just call us. If you like what you heard in this episode... Check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 079. And I've mentioned it on other episodes. This might be your first time listening. If you like what you heard, the best way you could support our show is to share us with a friend, a family member, a neighbor across the street, or that guy that you want to tell is a downer and he, they need to change their mindset, but you're too chicken to do it yourself. Share us with that guy. Just be prepared for him to confront you or her to confront you because they're going to hear this part and say, hey, wait a sec. Did you just... So be ready for that. And if you haven't subscribed to us yet, we are on iTunes. So if you have an Apple device, go to iTunes, search Beyond the Rut. There we are. If you have an Android device, you can also subscribe to us either through the app called Stitcher. Download that from the Google Play Store. Uh, We're also on Google Play Music. So if you already have Google Play Music on your phone, search us in the podcast. You'll find us. Subscribe. Set up your notifications so you never miss a beat. 
You can also just always go to our website, beyondtherut.com. We'd love to hear from you. So call in 361-596-3788, leave us a voicemail, and we'll give you a shout out. Or send us an email, info at beyondtherut.com. That's all we've got. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace out. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. I'm a singer, dude. Okay. If you feel like that's... I feel the support, man. I feel it. I feel it. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.